Good morning, everyone. Welcome to episode 56 of Unfiltered. Um, it's been two weeks since I recorded and a lot has happened. Um, I feel like this semester is actually... I mean, I think the fall semester is actually shorter than the spring semester. Um, so I guess that makes sense. Um, but it's just, it feels very short. Um, it's gone by super quickly, but I feel like each week so many things happen that, I don't know, it feels longer than it is, but it also feels shorter than it is. It's super weird. Um, yeah, I can't believe that we're already at Thanksgiving break. I'm going home on Wednesday, um, and I have a lot of friends who are leaving either today or tomorrow or Tuesday, and it's so weird because I remember this time last year, I was packing up my stuff to fully move off campus and go home for good um, until January when I would move into an apartment, and I didn't realize how amazing it is to not have to move everything and pack everything up in the middle of classes. Like I remember last November I was packing, but I was also studying for my midterm um, in math and also my midterm in LPSA. And it was just so annoying having to pack at the same time. But in a normal year, you're not supposed to do that. And so it's really nice that I guess it just pack a few things, go home, have a good Thanksgiving, come back, do finals, and then go home. And I don't have to like fully move everything out of my room. Um, but yeah, I am getting ready to go home. Um, I have class on Monday. Tuesday, I have uh, one class and then pretty much just going to take a break. This past week has been, actually, these past few weeks have been a little rough work-wise. I've had big assignments due every week or big tests. Um, and so I've spent pretty much every weekend just studying, every week just studying. Um, but this is the first, f quote, free week that I have. So this past weekend, I didn't really do much work. I'm going to do a little bit today to try to catch up. But I um, am really trying to take some time to rest and then over break. Unfortunately, I have to do some work because as soon as I get back, I have an exam and a lab practical that week. So going to have to take some time to study over break, which sucks, but got to do what you got to do. Um, no guest this week. It's just me. And for my favorites, I don't have that many because there's one favorite that has just dominated all of them. But first one is is season three of the show called You. It's based, the whole series is based on a book um, and it's really, really good. I think the guy who plays the main character, Joe, is super talented at making the audience root for him, even though he's the bad guy. I don't know. It's it's hard to describe. Like as I'm watching you, I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy is so creepy. He's murdered people. Like he's not a good person, but why do I want him to still not get caught? Like, yeah, I just think the main character is super, super good. And it's it's not scary. It's a little creepy, but it's not scary. It's suspenseful, just suspenseful enough to keep me watching. Honestly, I don't have that much time to watch shows anymore, but Sometimes I've been just watching a show before bed, and that's been really nice. That's happened like once this week. Um, but over break, I'm going to try to make some more time to just lie in my bed and watch Netflix because I really miss that. Um, and then, of course, Taylor Swift's re-recorded album. Um, 
I actually am not going to say anything about it because if I start talking about it, I'm probably not going to stop because um, I am actually one of the biggest Taylor Swift fans I've ever met. <laughs> um, and pretty much all my friends here will say that, but it's just so amazing. And like all the songs from the vault are so good. And the 10 minute all too well, I'm not even, I, I cannot, I need to stop talking about it. And then my last favorite is the all too well short film. Um, it's just so good. Like, please go watch it. She's Taylor Swift is amazing. And I feel like the music video just kind of speaks a lot to her relationship and her experience. Um, and the stories behind the lyrics of All Too Well because it's such a beautiful song and it's so well written. So you should definitely watch it and the acting in it is super good. Um, in terms of my low moment, uh, I think, so it's been two weeks since I've done this. There have been a lot of low moments actually. Um, I think the biggest thing is just sleep deprivation. Uh, yeah. The night that I had, or the week that I had my LS2 midterm, I actually did not sleep that much because the night before the midterm, I stayed up until four studying. Maybe I already talked about this. I, I honestly don't remember, but then I had the test and then that night, I think I slept like five hours. And then the night after that, couldn't sleep. And then the night after that, I slept. It was like three nights in a row of not sleeping. That really took a toll on me. Um, and so this past week I've been sleeping a little more, but yeah, yeah. I think another low moment is I haven't been able to exercise as much as I'd want to. And I feel like exercising is super linked to my mental health. So recently I've just been feeling a little foggy um, and I really wanna get back into working out, but it was just hard to, and it's a lot more hard to make time for that than I thought it would be. And so uh, I just want to reset and kind of get back, ease back into it and not be hard on myself. Um, and yeah, and then I think a third low moment is, I mean, this is also a high moment, but I went to Harvard Yale yesterday, the Harvard Yale football game, and it was at Yale this year, which, which was fun. It was fun to see Yale. Um, but I think that the the fact that it was at Yale made things a little hard because um, we had to rent a car, we had to book a hotel, um, transportation was just hard, there were a lot of people there, um, it was easy to get lost, and so it was fun, but there were definitely moments where it was super chaotic and honestly kind of emotionally draining, and so I think Harvard Yale was fun, but I low-key think I need to take, like, at least 24 hours to just recover and not do anything. Um, yeah, but now we're gonna move on to highlights because that was a little depressing and we wanna move on from that. Um, I went to a really nice restaurant with my friend and roommate, Amanda. We went to this place called Number Nine Park in Boston and we try to do this thing every once in a while where we go out to eat to really fancy restaurants just, just cause. And partly because it's really funny to go and feel very underdressed and feel very out of place. Like that's kind of the whole point. I remember we went to this one place and we were the only people wearing surgical masks. Like everyone else had super fancy masks, which is so weird. And I was like, what, why? <laughs> um, 
but we would, yeah, that, that place was super good. We were there for like three hours. Um, the food took really long, but I think places like that, like you're meant to go and just kind of relax and, and talk with your friends and family and stuff like that. Um, I also have been doing a lot of things with my professors recently, which has been super fun. I feel like because of COVID, it was really hard to connect with professors, but it's been really nice to actually build those relationships outside of the classroom. So I got tea with one of my professors. I had a student faculty dinner, um, which is really cool. It's a Harvard tradition for um, the houses, upperclassmen houses to host dinners for students and faculty and each student gets to invite one faculty member so a professor tf mentor whatever and i invited uh one of my history of science professors and it was really it was really fun everyone sat down in this long banquet table and they served you and you got to just chat with your professor and it was really it was it was a good time um and then i did this program called classroom to table which is where you apply to get a voucher and then you and a professor and a few other students go out. So I did that with um, my medical ethics and history professor. Um, next, I watched Eternals in theaters. Honestly, didn't really enjoy it. Movies recently have not been that good, but it was fun to go to a movie theater. I like movies, so but it wasn't it wasn't the best. My friends and I had a red listening party. Um, because we love Taylor Swift so much. We bought red heart balloons and cake and sat in the room and just waited. And then I remember at exactly midnight, Spotify crashed because so many people were trying to get on to listen to Taylor Swift. Um, so we didn't get to listen to the album until like 12.06, probably something like that. But it was super fun. Like it was so worth it. I stayed up until two that day. And then I had to wake up for 8 a.m. next next day, but it's fine. <laughs> Um, what else? I had a birthday party for my friend Alex, which is fun. Um, oh my gosh, my friend Amanda and I watched Hades Town in Boston, which is a musical. Um, <clears throat> and I think the actual musical is super good. Like the the soundtrack is really good, the acting, the dancing, but I feel like it's less about character development and more about the actual message of the play. It's really like a social commentary. Um, There's so many allusions to politics and um, just to society in general. And I just think it was a really interesting and powerful message. So Hades Town, super good. It was like the last day they were showing and it was at um, the Boston Opera House. And I've always wanted to see a musical in Boston, so now I can check that off my bucket list. Um, next, I did, oh my gosh, this was so fun. This is honestly one of the best best things that has happened in the past two weeks. But um, as a PATH, I get to lead study breaks. And so my um, PATH, my co-PATH and I decided to do a study break where we rented grills and we had s'mores, which was really fun. Um, and we also made that a listening party for Red. So everyone was making s'mores. We had Red playing in the background. It was such a fun time. My co-path and I both love Taylor Swift, so we were freaking out the whole time. It was really cute to see everyone in the entryway, um, and I just really enjoyed it. So yeah, and then last highlight was Harvard Yale game. Harvard won um, 34 to 31, and 
it was really exciting because we were down by four up until like the last 18 seconds and then um we scored a touchdown and i'm really glad that we won so yeah um today i am talking about (laughs) the actual podcast today i'm talking about prioritization how to prioritize your time how to prioritize your energy and why actions speak louder than words in regards to this and i hope you guys enjoy this episode without further ado let's get on to the first segment I think that the biggest thing that I've learned in college is that you have limited time and you have limited energy, you know, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, all that. Um, And so how you use that time and energy, I think is really important. I feel like once you get super, super conscious and stressed out i think about how you use your time that can lead to some unhealthy habits like if you're so stressed about your time and uh your energy and how you allocate time for work and friends then i think that that kind of leads to a very robotic way of living life and i think sometimes it can make your friends feel like they're simply um an item on your to-do list that you check off um I think it's really unhealthy to get to that point. Rather, I think it's 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 necessary to be aware and be conscious and to actively use your time. But with that being said, I think that you should still be really careful to not um, make it seem too planned if that makes sense i don't know if that makes any sense i just speak from experience like it does suck to kind of feel like you're just like a slot in someone's gcal you know um but sometimes being that slot in a gcal is the only way that you're going to be able to see someone so it's hard like it's really hard and i've never had this problem until college mostly because i think in high school um you are around people you go to school with them um and i mean school is just a given environment and you you hang out with them maybe after school but usually after school everyone just goes home and then you just chill at home maybe you'll see them um at night or maybe you'll see them on the weekends but for the most part i just see people i just saw people at school then i went home hung out alone did my own thing the weekends maybe saw my friends did some work and then it was school again versus college like you are constantly around people like it's it's not like you have such a distinct work life separation um and honestly i have more friends outside of outside of class than i do inside of class i don't have that many i mean i have people in my classes that i was friends with previously but i haven't made any I haven't made that many new friends from classes. Like it's actually been a bit hard to meet people in class because everyone is super tired and burnt out and doing their own thing. And people already have their own friends and X, Y, Z. Like there's not much time to talk with people because everyone's just like participating in lecture or not participating or listening or, I mean, you can't really talk during during class. So yeah. Um, what I was saying was 
because college is super different from high school, um, it's been a lot easier to just like be careless with your time because there's not that separation. Um, is I've also learned that because everyone's super busy, it's really easy to grow apart from people. And that's what I'm saying about actively using your time. Like if you don't act, I've learned that if I don't act actively try to maintain a friendship, then that friendship, it's really easy for me to neglect that friendship. Um, it's also a very, it's a two-way street, right? Like if you feel like you're constantly reaching out to people and you're trying to, you know, maintain this friendship, but you're not feeling that that's being reciprocated. Um, I would say think about whether or not your time and energy is worth that person, if that makes sense. Like, it sounds really harsh, but if that person is someone that really cares and loves about you as, and lo- cares about and loves you as a friend, then they would also reciprocate and they would also reach out. Um, but... I think the the main thing that I'm trying to say is that in college, it's really easy to neglect friendships and relationships. Just just like it's really easy to neglect yourself, it's really easy to neglect your academics. Like, it's really hard. College, I feel like I'm I'm like being pulled in so many different directions, um, and trying to hold on to all of those things at once is is really difficult. But if friends and relationships are not your priority, then they will ultimately just disappear from your life. And I think once you find those friends who you really trust, and once you make those relationships that you acknowledge, hey, like no matter what, we will still be friends, that is really refreshing because I have friends here who we've talked about it, we don't have to talk every single day. We don't have to see each other every single day, but we know that at the end of the day, we're still going to be like the best of friends. That is something that I think is such a blessing. And I think it's something I never want to take for granted because with those kinds of friends, right? Like you never want to, because of that trust, like you never want to, I guess, also not make time for them, if that makes sense. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that you should always make time for people. There are definitely going to be people who you don't have to, um, you know, like there's people that you have friendships with that you trust more. And so you know that you don't have to see them as much. Um, but at the same time, just make time for people. Um, I think it's been really hard for me to do that because I've been really busy and um, there's just been a lot going on. And so I think what I've tried to do is that I tried to have a select, I guess, hmm, I have a group of really close friends here and I think I've made the decision that quality over quantity is a lot better. Like I definitely am friendly with a lot of people in college, um, but in order to really feel secure um, and to really feel fulfilled by my time. I think in my personal opinion, I would rather spend more time with people who I have quality friendships with um, and to really solidify that. Like I would say I have like 
five, six, seven close friends here. And honestly, as long as I see them, like, I will be fine. But even with those people, it's really hard to not see them. Or it's really hard to see them sometimes. So I feel like I'm constantly in this, like, mental battle of, oh my gosh, like, when have I last seen this person? Or am I spending enough time with this person? And it's something that I think I used to stress out about a lot more. I think it's gotten a lot better, but it's 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 a new thing. It's a new challenge that I've only encountered in college. Um, so basically, it's really easy to neglect your time with people. It's really easy to grow apart from people. Um, it's really easy to not see people for like weeks. But that being said, when you use your time and energy correctly and, you know, when you let things happen naturally, I think that college provides like endless opportunities for you to grow close with people and to foster the most special and the most unique relationships. Like college is an environment where you can do things that high school didn't let you do, um, such as like, I mean, you guys sleep in the same place. And so that bonds you to people naturally you you share the same living space um you're able to hang out with your friends whenever you want you can do whatever you want in college um and i just think that the experience of college itself bonds people and so it's such an amazing environment for you to meet people and for you to grow close with people i have met some of the most interesting people excuse me i've met some of the most interesting people some of the most amazing people from the most diverse backgrounds and stories. Um, I think back at home, pretty much all my friends came from very similar backgrounds. Like everyone kind of had the same kind of family structure. Um, Everyone lived in like the same area. And so we all grew up in the same like quote culture we all went to the same high school pretty much the same middle school and elementary schools so we all kind of grew up in a very similar way but in college i've met people from very different family backgrounds from very different cultural backgrounds um kids from other countries kids from all over the world people here have very different views on life um and different perspectives and it's been so cool to get to know people and also people who are different like psyches if that makes sense like people view friendships differently than me people who view time differently people who view school differently i've learned that people a lot of people prioritize things differently in their life than me um people have different interests and that's been really really interesting to to see and so yeah I've met some of the most interesting and amazing people here the smartest people I've ever met are here the most inspiring and accomplished people ever um and so I have grown close to many people here um and they're all super different I can say I have you know like a solid amount of people I'm fully comfortable with and I feel like that's all I need like there are people who I we'll hang out with and I'm friendly with, but I think that at this point, um, I'm kind of in this good place where I have people that I'm close with, but at the same time, I'm, I, I am still, you know, meeting new people and trying to hold on to those friendships. So 
yeah, basically what I've learned is that time is limited and time is precious. Um, I've learned that the days are flying by. Where has the semester gone? Um, and so when you prioritize people, um, that should really be reflected in how you use your time. I feel like this entire segment I've just been rambling on, um, but I hope that some of that made any bit of sense. <laughs> um, I feel like my mind is still super, like, I don't know. Harvard Yale is very hectic. This past week was really hectic, and so I feel like my mind is all over the place. But I'm trying to really just, like, focus all my thoughts and, and try to get them out in a clear way. I hope I'm doing an okay job, but yeah. Um... I think now I'm going to transition into what I personally do um, in order to try to prioritize other people. Um, I think my biggest thing is that actions speak louder than words, which is why I chose to title um, the episode like that. Because one thing that I've noticed is that people are very quick to say things like, we should hang out, we should get a meal, we should do X, Y, Z. But then when it comes to actually carrying out that plan, a lot of times it doesn't happen. And so when it does happen, it's like, wow, <laughs> you're so different from, from anyone else, um, <laughs> which is sad. But, you know, everyone in college is doing, and these are for, this is for people that, you know, you like new people that you've met, not necessarily your close friends, but, um, yeah, so people, you know, your words can, you can say something, but unless you actively go out and make it happen, like, I would say words don't really mean much. Um, so this is what I, I do. I Three things, I have three pieces of advice that I have, three things that I do um, in order to prioritize my time um, and in order to make sure that I'm not letting uh i don't know like there's a good balance between sacrificing yourself for other people and then also um sacrificing other things for yourself so i've been trying to like find that good balance it's really hard to find but these are just some things that I have done in college that I think have really helped me use my time as wisely as possible. The first thing that I do is schedule weekly hangouts. So I have a lot of weekly hangouts with people. Um, for example, on Monday nights, I get dinner with um, three of my friends every Monday. Tuesday nights, um, also get dinner with a friend. Wednesday nights, get dinner with a friend. Um, Thursday mornings, study with a friend. Um, Sunday nights, roommate dinners, stuff like that. Like, I think for me, the way that I view my time is that unless they are built in to like my weekly schedule, it's really hard for me to be super spontaneous with my time. And that makes me sad because I think freshman year, I was able to be really spontaneous. Like if someone wanted to hang out nine times out of 10, I could. I mean, there's just nothing going on. <laughs> like it's just in my room on Zoom, but then after Zoom, like I was in my room again. Like I had so much time. So if people wanted to do stuff, I could. But I think here I am running around a lot. And so it is really hard for me to be available for people. And 
that is something that makes me sad, but it's also something that I've kind of accepted. And so because of that, my way of being available for people is building them into my schedule. And when they're in my schedule, I schedule around them. And that ensures that I do see them. Like if I know I have dinner with a friend, then I will try to get my work done earlier or I will schedule meetings around it, you know? So like that time is is kind of conserved. And so it sounds kind of disgusting, honestly, to be like, if you're in my GCAL, like I will see you, but it's true. Like if I know I'm going to see them every week, then I will prioritize around that. And then in the end, I will get to see them. So weekly hangouts ensure I see people, ensure I schedule around them. And it's something to look forward to, right? Like you, it's guaranteed that you get to see them every week. Um, guaranteed that you have that time together rather than being like, oh, when are you free next? And then it's usually really hard to find a time with people. And yeah, so weekly hangouts. The second thing that I do is that I block out periods of work and rest. Um, so I used to not block out periods of work. But now I've realized that if I don't do that, sometimes assignments don't get done. Um, and so I try to block out periods of work. And then in terms of periods of rest, like that is definitely really hard to block out. I don't actually make that like a GCAL event, but if I see white space in my Google calendar, usually at night or in between classes, like even just like a small like 20 minute block, like mentally I'm like, okay, Emily, that is a period for you to rest and for you to take time for yourself, for you to get ready for bed, for you to whatever, clean your room, whatever, do whatever you want, play guitar, journal, whatever. Um, and so when I have that period, I know that I can rest then. And that for me is really mentally calming. So yeah, that is something that I do. Um, and like even a small amount of rest in between, let's say lunch and section is good. Um, even a small amount of rest in the morning, like just any time you can get, like if it's, it's if it's a block of time that's not big enough for working, and even if it is, like it sounds like a really easy thing to do. It's like, oh, resting, you don't have to do anything. Like you literally just sit there, like it's so easy. But I think for me, it's really challenging because when I'm resting, I'm thinking about how I should be working. When I'm working, I'm thinking about how I should be resting and going out. Um, so there's like no way to win. Like, I feel like there's really no way to win. And so sometimes you just kind of have to force yourself to do one thing or the other um, rather than just getting bogged down on about how you could use your time elsewise. And so um, I have really tried to just find like little parts of the day where I can just rest and when it comes to like longer periods of rest, like for example, this past weekend, I didn't do work. I like to do that after like big assignments, which is like not very uncommon. Like I think everyone does that, but this past month has been insane. Like October and November have just been insane. I've just had so many things due. November especially, I've just had so much stuff due and I'm not even done with November, but I know that this is like a, a week where I don't have that much. And so I'm trying to take advantage of that. Um. And the final thing that I do is I try to naturally approach friendships. Um, and this is kind of related to the two-way street thing. I think it's really hard, I think, to know the difference between neglecting a friendship versus naturally letting it fizzle out. I think that 
neglecting a friendship neglecting a friendship is is what i was kind of talking about the entire time like if you don't prioritize them if they're not prioritize if it's kind of like mutually like you're not prioritizing each other or if like they're prioritizing you but you're not doing the same thing like if something isn't you know um <clears throat> it's it's really tough and i think that that's definitely happened to me um in college you know not consciously seeing someone enough or like not prioritizing them enough and I think that is sometimes you just need to make an active change. So there's neglecting a relationship, but there's also naturally letting one fizzle out. You know, if if it becomes clear that neither of you are really prioritizing each other anymore and if it's kind of just like a natural course of time and that just like naturally happens, like that's okay, right? Like people grow apart that's very natural. I've grown apart from people naturally. And it's just kind of something that you sometimes need to accept. Like sometimes a friendship is worth fighting for, but other times it's better to just let it naturally run its course. And, um, oh my God, why am I, why am I talking about it? Like it's a disease, like naturally run its course. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I think you know what I'm trying to say, like just for it to naturally progress in the way it's supposed to. I think in any case, just trying to, um, you know, be super open-minded about a relationship is the best thing. Like be open-minded to the fact that, hey, maybe I should be fighting for it more. Maybe I should be more active. Maybe I should be using my time better, but also be open-minded to the, to the acknowledgement that, you know, maybe this relationship isn't going to be as strong as it was, and that's okay. In any case, um, be open-minded. <laughs> so I, I think that that's all I'm going to say. I think recently, instead of structuring my podcast where it's like three big topics and I kind of just like talk about them one after the other, I think now I'm going to try to focus on one topic per episode and really dive deep into it and then just like see how long it takes me and not really worry about the time. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, if any of you can relate to this, I would really love to hear from you guys. Like I've talked about this with so many people about how difficult it is to see people in college, like how oddly difficult it is. And it's something that I wasn't expecting. Like I thought that in college people would hang out with other people more and I definitely I think I hang out with like I hang out with my close friends a lot but I guess what I'm trying to say is like group hangouts like I think I see people one-on-one a lot but getting everyone together mobilizing everyone is really hard because most of the time people are super busy like it's really hard to get everyone together people have time conflicts people have insane schedules that's just how it is here um and so sometimes it's really, sometimes it's discouraging, but other times I think it's better to be accepting because if there's ever a time to be, I've said this before, but if, if there's ever a time to be um, understanding of other people's time, it's now, um, which is, you know, for me, my first in-person semester. So 
there's a lot of change going on. There's a lot happening. Um, I think that this semester has been a huge shock. Um, it's been a, it kind of like I, I feel like I hit the ground running. It's kind of hit me like a bus. Like I, I was not expecting all this chaos, but I think overall I've had a lot of fun. I'm gonna do a semester recap at the end of the year, but. Yeah, I think that's all I have to say for today. I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. Um, So next week is Thanksgiving. Um, There will not be an episode. And then the week after that, I will be back, I think, with a guest. And then, yeah, and then season four is pretty much over. So I hope you guys enjoyed, and thank you guys for sticking around. And if you were at the Harvard-Yale game, I hope you had a lot of fun watching Harvard win. Um, That was definitely really exciting. So, yeah. Um, take care of yourself this week. I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. And if you're going home, we have a great time seeing your friends and family. And if you're staying on campus, I hope you still find that time to rest and enjoy someone else's company. So yeah, um, again, thank you guys for supporting this podcast and yeah, have a great rest of your week. (laughs) Bye.